May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and redeemer. Amen. Amen. When I traveled to the Holy Land, to Israel and Palestine, a few years ago with a church group and as part of continuing my education as a priest, I went seeking God's presence, Jesus' presence, in and among the ruins of the buildings, the archaeological digs, the Sea of Galilee, and the Jordan River, and the other places where Jesus has said to, was said to have been. But I ended up struggling. I ended up struggling to make the connection between the place and the person. Now, I felt this struggle acutely in Bethlehem, on the grounds of the Church of the Nativity. I had just heard the tour guide say dramatically, and this is where Jesus was born, as he pointed to a cave that contained benches and an altar and candles. He was referring to the Nativity Grotto, which has been venerated as the birthplace of Jesus since the second century. But wait, I wanted to explain. We don't really know if it was this cave or that one or that one over there. You can tell I was a lawyer in my earlier life. I wanted the data, I wanted the evidence. And as my mind got working, my heart started closing. My desire for more certainty was actually leaving me empty, totally empty. And meanwhile, the grotto and the adjacent basilica of the nativity were full of pilgrims, full of them praying, bowing their heads, crossing themselves, kissing the stones, and venerating these spaces associated with Jesus' birth. They were finding what I was seeking, the presence of Jesus Christ in Bethlehem. They didn't care about certainty or uncertainty. They were seeking with open hearts and finding Jesus. At one time in our lives, or another time, perhaps most of us have been seekers. We've been seeking something. And to be a seeker in the church, when we use that language, it can mean in any number of things. For instance, we may be seeking God or a deeper connection with Jesus. We may be seeking answers to big questions, seeking comfort, seeking identity, and even a new church community. And whether you articulate it this way or not, we are now, as St. Bartholomew's, seeking. Seeking our way as a parish after Father Sammy's announced departure in a few weeks. Fortunately, as seekers, we can count the Magi among us. They were some of the very first seekers of Jesus Christ. Where is the child who has been born the King of the Jews, they ask. They are seeking, yes, the geographic location, but they are also seeking their Savior and Messiah. Because you see, the Magi were thought to have been Zoroastrian priests who were part of one of the world's oldest religions. They worshipped a god of wisdom, and their faith was dominant in pre-Islamic Iran and the Iranian Empire. Zoroaster was the main prophet who taught the major tenets of the faith, and these included 
a belief in heaven and hell, free will, and the coming of a Messiah to save them. And I like to use the word magi, which is derived from the Greek word that Matthew uses in this gospel. It does have a meaning close to wise men, but it's much more complex than that and multi-layered. Because the magi were not wise in the ways of the world as much in the ways of faith. They were mystics and fortune tellers, astrologers, early astronomers, horoscope readers, and above all, seekers of their savior. And as seekers, they were looking for signs of their Messiah's arrival, and then they see the star that points them in the direction of Jesus, and they follow that star to the manger. It might be easy to say that their pathway to the manger, to the presence of Jesus, bears little resemblance to our lives, but there are learnings here for us as individuals and as a parish community. For starters, there's no single way to seek God. There's no test that one must pass before seeking God. The Magi had a different faith after all. They had a different faith, they worshiped a different deity, spoke a different language, were from a different region of the world, and yet God used their faith in their context to create a pathway to Jesus. And this is what happens for us. We have our own stories for how God has brought us to God and has brought us here to stand before Jesus' manger. And our pathway to Jesus has been and will be our own. And God uses whatever faith we have, little or large, whatever direction we come from, whether we speak a different language culturally or linguistically, God uses that to create our pathway to Jesus, whatever it is. And oftentimes, like with the Magi, there is something leading our way, a star that points us in the direction of Jesus, that maybe pointed us the first time and continues to point us because as we fall away, we need those stars to return us to following Jesus. And I've heard some of you say, I know in my own life, that stars can be quite varied. They could be the death of someone we love, we love, that awakened our longing for God's comfort. It could actually be a marriage to someone who grew up in the faith, whereas you did not, or went to church more often than you did. It could be a moment of true beauty for which you have no words, or deep healing that makes you shout for joy and believe in the God of miracles. It could be an illness that makes us humble enough to recognize our need, or even an offhand comment that someone's going to pray for you in a certain way, and then that sticks with you for days and weeks, pointing you to God yourself. These are all stars, all of them, and what they do is they draw us out of our everyday lives and lead us to seek the manger like the Magi and a deeper connection with God. So here we are, having followed our stars, creating our own paths, and we come here at Saint, to St. Bartholomew's. God has drawn us here, somehow, some way, and we kneel together as community before Jesus. And yet, the journey is not over. The journey to the manger is not over. Because like the Magi, we are being asked to seek anew. And from the Magi, we can learn anew. 
So we hear in this gospel how the Magi were asked to leave their own country, what was known and certain, for what was unknown and uncertain. They asked questions, they listened to the answers, even from Herod, and they listened to God who showed up in a dream to them. They traveled with joy in their hearts, even in their uncertainty as to where they were going and what they would find, and they opened their treasure chests when they arrived for Jesus, and they offered gifts, their gifts, to Jesus. There are lessons here for us, and my hope is that we will become, learn to be like the Magi in these coming weeks, in these coming weeks and months. Because my hope for us in this time of uncertainty and transition is that we understand that God asks people to leave what is comfortable and known all the time, to seek the new life that God is offering. This is true for the Magi, and it is true for us, and my hope is that we understand that God gives us the choice, the choice to approach the new life in Christ with fear, like Herod, or with joy, like the Magi. My hope is that we understand that the path home may be different than the path to the manger in the first place. My hope is that we understand that we are being asked to open our treasure chests and to offer our gifts, our time, our skills, our prayers, and our love to Jesus and thereby to one another now. And And finally, my hope is that we understand that we are asked to kneel together at the manger, not as individuals, but as a parish the three magi side by side before the Christ child. The magi leaned into their uncertainty they faced, and I hope that we as individuals and as a community can do the same. For we do not need certainty to find Jesus' presence here at St. Bartholomew's. We need open hearts and love for God and one another. So later in my travels, I confessed to a wise friend of mine from seminary the challenge that I felt when seeking God in Bethlehem and some of the other sites in the Holy Land. And she reminded me of something very important, that these places have become holy through the faith and love of the people that have come for hundreds and even thousands of years They have brought their prayers to God, their joys and their griefs, and they have left them in that grotto, in that basilica, that church of the nativity, for Jesus. And if the church of the nativity had been planted in a different city, next to a different grotto, people would have still come. The pilgrims would have still come and prayed there, and those places would have become holy too. It's not about the certainty It's about the open heart. And in seeking Jesus with an open heart, you are likely to find Jesus' presence. There's a word for this. It's called humility. When you enter the basilica, the church of the nativity itself, you enter through the gate of humility. This is no coincidence. So whether you are seeking a deeper connection with God for yourself this new year, 
or whether you are seeking what's next for St. Bartholomew's, the seeking of Christ's presence is holy work. Like the Magi and the pilgrims that I saw at the Church of the Nativity, you will follow your own stars. You will ask your own questions. You will bring your own gifts. And I ask you not to turn away from the seeking when it gets hard or complicated, but to lean into the uncertainty with humility and open heart and the faith and love that God is leading you and all of us together. And together, as we seek Christ's presence here on this new journey, we will continue to make this place and this community of St. Bartholomew's holy. So come, let us together find the child in the manger, born King of the Jews. Amen.